I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Guys, welcome back to r slash I don't work here, lady, where Karen seemed to think that any random Joe Schmo who kind of looks like an employee or acts like an employee is an employee. Guys, the stories today, as always, are wild, so I hope you enjoy them, don't shake your heads too much, and do hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. So a little backstory. This happened when I was about 14 years old in Mexico with my parents and sister. We were on the resorts in a little shopping mall at the time it happened. Now, it is Mexico, and all the workers in the store are wearing normal clothes, so there wasn't really a way to tell who was an employee and who wasn't. So to start. So I was in a big store with my parents that would be easy to get lost in, and my parents were busy looking at things to buy while I just stood there texting on my phone. So everything's fine until this American woman, who I'm assuming was a tourist, taps me on the shoulders and says, Excuse me? At that, I turn around in confusion, and she goes, Hi, so my son lost his phone in the store. Do you think you can look around for it? Perhaps make an announcement? At this I say to her, Oh, I'm sorry, I don't work here. And she goes, Yeah, you do. I just saw you walking around with those customers there, helping them look for stuff. She then points to my parents, who I was walking around with, and they've walked to the next aisle by now. And I say to her, Those are my parents. At this point, I turn around back to my phone and I walk off. The woman then grabs me by the wrist so tight and hard, saying, Don't you dare walk away from me. I'll call the manager and you'll be fired and I'll have you deported back to where you came from. The woman must have noticed my accent. That would explain the deportation part, as I do live in Scotland. I then grab her hand as hard as I could and I cranked her fingers open. I managed to get her hands off my wrist and create some space between us and Karen starts yelling. She then flops to the floor, screaming like I just ripped her hand off. The woman at the till heard the screaming and she looked over to see me standing there while Karen was fake crying in pain because I took her hands off my wrist. The woman at the till comes running over to see what happened. My parents also looked over and saw me and they came running over. I told my parents what happened while the Karen proceeded to scream and roll on the floor with the cashier trying to help her up. My dad wasn't a happy person after that. He then stopped the woman who was rolling on the floor and he picked her right up to her feet and said, Don't you dare touch my daughter ever again. The woman begins to scream that my dad's assaulting her at this point. Later that day in the hotel room on the resort, we get a knock on the door from security. We open the door to see the woman standing there with a firm grin on her face. Security asks what happened and we start to give our side of the story and the woman goes wild. She starts screaming again, and that's when the security guy asked her to calm down, and she grabs his arm and tries to drag him out of the hotel room. He wasn't happy about this, and he restrained and cuffed her. He then asked if we wanted to press charges with the police about the woman grabbing me, for which I said no, because I didn't want to ruin this woman's holiday, especially since she had a 5-year-old kid. Now guys, I would have pressed charges for sure. Who the heck cares if she was on vacation? That was assault on a freaking minor. Now, of course, the whole thing could have been avoided if Karen didn't give her five-year-old son a phone. And guys, that part where she rolled on the ground pretending she was hurting is hilarious. And it reminds me of this clip right here. That's right. The next speaker is Marvin Clayton. 
He's caught the woman. She should be arrested. This is unbelievable. Dude, he just struck a woman in the eye. Let's take a research here while we clear the room. Like, it's amazing how many people fake being hurt to attract attention, though. The Karen on the resort was definitely loony, guys. Okay, so on this day, I was out at the local grocery store just doing a basic food run. While walking past the milk coolers, I grabbed the last two pint bottles of chocolate milk. Now, as I let the door to the cooler close and put the bottles in my cart, I notice a rather hefty woman standing a tad too close to me. As I start walking away, I hear her say, Hey, where are you taking those? Now, I was unaware she was talking to me, so I kept walking. The next thing I know, my upper arm is grabbed and pulled. Now for reference, I'm about 6 foot 2, I'm pretty built, and generally, I'm a fairly bristly person, so I'm sure my demeanor didn't help the situation. At first, I just sort of stared at her, almost surprised that she had the gall to act this way with a stranger that looks like I do. Karen says, I said, where are you taking those? I then look at her and say, what? What are you doing with those chocolate milks? I then looked at her and said, I'm buying them? She says, Okay, well, first off, lose the attitude. And second, I'm sure you're supposed to let customers have those first and not take them for yourself. Now, at this point, I will point out that it did take me some time to realize that she thought I worked here. The uniform for the store is red shirt and khaki pants, and I was wearing tan pants, a red shirt, and a brown jacket. I then say to her, what are you talking about? Karen says, those are the last two chocolate milks. Give them to me. I was about to buy them. I ignore her. I then walk away a few aisles to look at the soups. I step a few feet away from my cart so as not to block other people trying to come through when I see movement in my periphery. I figure it's her and decide it's best to just laser focus on the soup and ignore her. After waiting for a bit and sensing her leave, I go back to my shopping carts and immediately notice that my milks are gone. I'm now in a sort of mood where the next person that I talk to could be Tom Hanks and I'd probably be rude. I continue my shopping when the woman comes walking over with an employee. I'm assuming a manager. She then shoves one of her sausage fingers in my face and shouts, This is him. This is the employee that took my groceries from me and told me to F off. I want him fired. Now. Now, I had realized what was going on and I just about lost it saying, I don't work here, you moron. At this, the manager says, Whoa, 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 hey. Karen says, See what I mean? rudest employee ever. Fire him. The manager looks at me and says, ma'am, he doesn't work here. Then why did he say he did? I then told her I didn't, and she said, you'd better watch your tone. My husband's a... At this point, the woman's cut off by another store employee. This one's wearing a black shirt and khaki pants, although the shirt had the store logo on it. I believe he was their asset protection employee. The guy walks up to her and says, ma'am, may I look in your bag? At this, Karen says, What? No. Why? He then tells the manager that he was watching the monitors, and he saw her take something out of the guy's cart and put it in her bag. At this point, I start laughing. Karen says, Listen, I was gonna pay. I just didn't want him taking the chocolate milk back. So I start walking up to the front so I can pay and leave. As I get there, I notice a couple of local police officers walk in, and an employee point them over to the guy in the black shirt, who's now walking the woman up to the front as well. As they walk past me towards the back office, I can hear one of them explaining to the woman, who's now in hysterics, she's crying and screaming. I hear the man tell her, Yes ma'am, just hiding them in your purse constitutes retail fraud. 
You can't do that. The Karen's crying. She's screaming that it's all my fault and that I should be arrested for making her do that. I then left, wanting nothing more to do with this lady. Oh, that's silly, silly Karen. You know what they say, guys. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. She totally deserved it for stealing OP's chocolate milk out of his shopping cart. And it's so funny how she was caught on the cameras. Okay, guys, so before she got cut off, she said, I will have you know, my husband's a... I sure hope she wasn't gonna say police officer. Okay, so while we're on the topic of shoplifters, you guys gotta listen to this next wild tale. I'm a convenience store cashier, and besides the occasional robbery, nothing really happens here. We've had a handful of super dramatic get-on-the-ground robberies, but most are just regular shoplifters. Now, because nothing really happens here, I like to make small talk with the people in the store to pass time. Sometimes people have great stories, sometimes we end up knowing someone in common, and sometimes it's nice to make a person smile. So the other day, I was out from behind the register stocking shelves. I was the only person in the store because weekday afternoons are usually slow. It's getting cold here, and the building still hasn't turned the heat on, so I had a hoodie over my uniform. So I do guess that I look like a customer browsing the aisles. But it wasn't a problem, because when a customer comes in, I'd say, Hey, let me know if you need anything. And that clears it up. Maybe two people came in the entire start of my shift. Just as things were wrapping up and I'd had a long dead streak, a guy about my age comes in. He seemed to be in a great mood. The guy also wore a big hoodie, but it's cold out, so I didn't think anything of it at all. I say to him, hey, let me know if you need anything, from down where I was with the shelves. The guy comes over, stands by me, and he kind of giggles. Now that's weird, but I have seen weirder. Finally, I said, can can I help you? He goes, hey. So I'm like, hi. He then starts talking to me about the logo on my hoodie, which is a local sports team. And we go back and forth for a bit. My side of the conversation was normal, and his side was really overstated. Now in hindsight, it's because he was nervous, but I was kind of checked out and didn't really care at the time. I keep stalking the shelves, not thinking anything at all about the odd nature of what he's saying, and instead thinking in the back of my mind, is he gonna buy something or what? So from there, we actually got to talking about how we got into the game and had a really heartfelt conversation about going with our fathers and sitting in the cheap seats, and we actually sort of bonded a little. Finally, we run out of stuff to talk about, so there was a wave of silence for a few minutes. The guy then gets uncomfortably close to me and whispers, Hey, I like you a lot, you know that? So my first thought was he was flirting with me, so I took a healthy step back and told him thanks, but no thanks. Now he kind of laughed maniacally and explained to me, no, he meant he liked me so he'd be willing to cut me in on what he was currently doing. I ask what that was, and he says, look, ain't nobody in here. I've got my truck outside, I'm gonna load it up with beer. You seem good, so I'm tipping you off just in case you want anything. Ain't no one here, it's easy money. Now I couldn't believe it, he was trying to rob the store, and he was telling me about it. I quickly realized that this overly excited, socially inappropriate behavior must have been drugs. Now, rather than confront someone on drugs, as in my experience, their moods can change from perky to violent really quickly, I just went with my guts and decided to play along. I knew I needed an excuse to get back behind the register, so I said, Oh, damn, okay, okay. Um, forget about the beer though, man. I'm going for the real easy money. The register. At that, I walk over behind the counter where I promptly but discreetly press the button that locks the doors from the inside, followed shortly by the brand new panic button. 
At this point, he's loaded up both shoulders with six packs, and he's headed for the door to make the first of what I'm sure he anticipated would be several trips. He then pushes against the door with his hip, and of course it didn't budge. He pushed pretty hard, anticipating it would swing open easily, and I saw him wince. He nearly dropped the beer. He then turns to me, frustrated and scared at this point, and said, Bruh, the door's jammed. Can you give it a try? Now, I was nervous to step out from behind the register, just in case this guy had a weapon, so I tried to deflect and said, Uh, maybe you've gotta pull it. He then starts freaking out and was running around the store. He tried the back door, but that was locked as well. He then tried to climb up and reach one tiny window we've got, but not only was it too high, it doesn't really fit a person. I just kept playing dumb. Eventually the cops do come and the guy had resorted to hiding in the stockroom by the time they made it over. Not before first wrecking a couple of aisles in his frenzy. But at least I was able to lock him in the stockroom once he went inside. The police came in to arrest the guy and he starts trying to blame the whole thing on me, saying that I set him up and saying that I made him do it. It genuinely confused the police for a little bit. So, I don't work as a robber. I do work at the gas station. Though, how much longer will depend on how many more robberies I live down. Okay, first of all, the store that Opie worked at must have been in a really shady area because Opie did say that besides the occasional robbery, nothing really happens here. Like, what? Secondly, Opie is brave as all heck for pressing that button that locks all the doors preventing the guy from getting out. Like, the panic button, I get it, but the lock a criminal inside the store with me button while he's freaking out and going on a rampage knowing the cops are on the way, oh my freaking goodness. Yeah, a few cases of beer isn't worth putting yourself in danger for. In my opinion, OP should have pressed the button to lock the doors after the thief left with the first two cases, but hey, at least the shoplifter was caught. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. So OP was a hero. Okay, so I don't get why suddenly everybody woke up today and said, I need sour cream. It just so happened that everybody else in my town did. 
And of course, once you've made the decision to pour glorified milk fats onto whatever you're eating, you naturally don't care for that light or reduced fats or anything else they slap on the label to pretend that this is somehow better for you. Now look, I've made the decision to throw the least healthy thing on top of my already unhealthy dinner selection, and I'm invested in my poor life choice. Nothing you're gonna do is gonna change that. And naturally, everybody else in town feels the same way I do. So when I got to the sour cream and the god-awful sales they had, I was met with only light choices. Nothing else. From cheap to overly priced, I had no choices. So I get on the ground and start digging in the back. Just praying. Praying that one sour cream fell behind that row, missing the depleted row where the regular sour cream's supposed to be. I go through every brand, every size, I'm looking for something, I don't care about the price. And I find it. And as I'm about to get up and put my precious find in the cart, I hear it. The sound of the little old lady. Karen. Karen says, excuse me, dear. I look at her and say, yes. She says, I can't bend down and I need sour cream. A good one, like you have. Do you think you can grab another one? Now, since I'm down here already, I'm thinking, okay, what the heck? I could use some positive karma my way. I tell her, I can look, sure but I had to dig to find this one. I can't guarantee that there's another one. Karen says, that would be so great, honey. Thank you. So I'm going through everything again. I couldn't find anything in the brown that I had, but I still found a little misplaced one in the corner, hiding behind some cottage cheese. I say to her, hey, it's your lucky day. Karen says, oh, thank goodness. She then sees what I'm holding up and says, wait, this is brand name. Is it really $4? I then tell her, well, I can't find any others. I mean, this is it. Karen says, there's none in the cheaper brand you have. I like your brand the best. At this point, I'm getting up from the floor and I say, well, you saw me go through all of it. This is the only one I can find. She then says, maybe in the back? Can, can you go check? I say to her, the back of what? Karen says, the store. You know they have more product back there, so just go take a look. I tell her I don't work here. I can't just wander around the back looking for stuff. She says, maybe you can call someone. I say to her, call who? I'm sorry, you can go to customer service and maybe they can get someone. That's all I can find. She says, can you look again? Now, I'm very obviously in a back brace. I had surgery and possibly need more. It's not easy for me to get up and down, especially in stormy, rainy weather. I say to her, I'm sorry ma'am, you can see that I have a bad back and knees too, I can't keep getting up and down, this is what I found and maybe customer service can help. Now, the Karen's not listening and she says, you don't have any more in stock? I'm ready to scream, I say to her, I don't work here, you can go to customer service, I really gotta go. I start to walk away and Karen says, wait, really? This brand is twice the price, let's trade. I tell her, I'm sorry, I need to save money too. Karen says, but it's not like you couldn't have grabbed this one too. Now listen, what would you have done if you had this brand in your cart and you found the cheaper one looking for mine? Would you say that I couldn't have it? I tell her, honestly, probably. It wasn't easy going through all this twice. Consider it as a reward for my efforts. You can try customer service. She says, that's very rude. I'm going to tell them how rude you are, taking advantage of someone like me. Now, you could have grabbed either one, and I don't understand why you can't get that some people live on a fixed income, and wait, where are you going? I'm going to tell them how rude you are to me. I'm going to tell everybody. I just kept walking. I wanted to turn and tell her again that I don't work here, so I don't know who they are that she's going to tell. 
I went out of my way enough though, it's a $2 difference. I get the cheaper sour cream regardless if I found it first or second, the nerve of some people. Honestly, at that point, OP should have taken both sour creams. Like, do some people not realize that they can go to other stores as well? But then again, it's not worth the time and gas it'll take to save $2. Okay, so I'll admit that I wasn't gonna post this, but my boyfriend strongly recommended it, so here I am. I work for a large shipping company. We'll call it... Mm, not USPS. Yeah, that works. Now this company has a very unique uniform with the logo blazoned in the upper left corner of my shirt. I was in the local grocery store before work getting some sweet, sweet heavenly food. And unfortunately not my usual as they were out, but I digress. I was also in a rush because I wanted time to eat the said food before work. Needless to say, I had to scarf down said food because of one single woman. It goes like this. So the woman out of nowhere says, Excuse me? Can you help me? Now at this, I sigh internally because this is the third person I've had to respond to and say, I'm sorry, I don't work here. Inserting a fake customer smile. The woman then says to me, Oh, I know that. You work at Not USPS. She smiles before frowning and says, I need you to find my package. Now I seriously had to stop and do a double take. I said to her, Excuse me? My package. Can you tell me where it is? Now I must have looked dumbfounded, standing in the grocery store, frozen food melting in my arms for two minutes before responding, I'm sorry, I can't do that. She says, sure you can, you work for them. She then goes and pulls out her tracking number out of her purse and says, I have the tracking number right here, if you can just... At this I interrupted her, I forced myself to put on my extreme customer service face because I know that this is gonna be one of those customers. I say to her, I'm sorry ma'am, I can't help you. She says, yes you can, you work for not USPS. She then shoves her receipt in my face. I tell her, I'm sorry but you have to call customer service. Now I told her this as I wondered if she expected me to pull a computer out of my ass. Like seriously, did she expect me to have a tracker stored in my arm or wallet? She then says to me, but it's a machine. I want to speak to a human, not a machine. There was a pause, and then her wild eyes turned to me, and she continued saying, So you will help me. I'm thinking, oh god, no, 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 no. This was already eating into my precious time. I told her, look, I can't help you, just call the number and wait. I then left. No idea if she found her package or not. Guys, I think at that point, OP should have trolled her and pretended to look up her package and said, Oh my goodness, ma'am, it, it, it says here that your package has been confiscated, and the notes say that police are looking for you. And then just walked off leaving her with that. And that, my friends, brings us to another end of our slash I don't work here lady. Guys, we survived another one. If you enjoyed the stories today, do hit that like button. And if you missed the last episode on the channel, my goodness, an entitled mom destroys her liver because she's an alcoholic. And she demands her own daughter give up hers because her life doesn't matter. It's such a crazy story, so go check it out if you haven't. And myself and Stevie Boy, we'll see you guys in the next one. We love you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.